what? Hey, hi, hello. Hi, my name's Jess Wood. Welcome to Get Wood. It's happening. It's this now, presently, grounding, feet on the floor, toes a wiggling, titties a jiggling. Hey, hey, welcome to the show, yo. Uh, it is a Tuesday as I speak. Don't know when you're watching, but uh, hopefully you're having a great day. Great morning, a fabulous time. I, as you can tell, I have covered the tatas today, but look at the goodness that they are covered with. I just have to show you this pattern. Look at this god forsaken motherfucking hip ass animals. Who are these? Who are these people? Who are these animals? And why am I so excited about this situation? This is a dress and it's got pockets. It's got pockets, folks. When there's a dress with this pattern and there's pockets involved, you are living your best life. Trust. This is the best life ever. It's really the only life we have unless you're Hindu and uh, then you figure that out in the next life that you're at. Okay, well, again, my name is Jess Wood. I'm so happy you made it here, made it. I am coming off of a travel time. I just had some travel in my life. And I just have to say a big, big love, sending so much love to all the folks that are taking a chance and getting out of their comfort zones. And if that means traveling around a little bit, going to hang out with some friends, having community, you know who you are. It is amazing because we have to combat what the fuck is going on right now in the world. It's a lot of negativity. It's a lot of negativity. It's a lot of bad energy, a lot of stuff going on eh, around us. So to keep ourselves calm, we buy $6 dresses that have funny animals on them. We uh, go perhaps to nature. Nature is your friend. And if you're not near nature, maybe go to a park and just take your shoes off and stand in the grass for God's sakes. For goddess sakes, stand in the ground in the grass and ground yourself. Speaking of grounding, 505 ground. What's up, B? Um, nature is the ultimate drug and it's all around us and we just kind of go through everything and in a, in a rush, we're, we're always rushing off to something, we're thinking about something. I told you before and I'll tell you again, these thoughts, they're not doing anything but helping us not bump into furniture. I've said it before and I'll say it again, thoughts? The only thoughts that are good are the T-H-O-T's. What? You know that thought over there. Not this thought in here. This thought in here will not blow you. That thought over there, oh, she's going to do some damage. Um, in a good way. <laughs> so speaking of mindsets, I had a very interesting thing happen to me when I split out of town. Now, I am living in the most beautiful land ever. I mean, it's really spectacular here in Albuquerque. It is very, very beautiful. And it uh, sometimes maybe you'd call it enchanting. Uh, although the people who 
reside here, the local folk who have grown up here, I feel such a kinship to them and in many ways, but I think in the most, I feel the closest to them because I also have a tattoo of my hometown, Los Angeles. Now, for those of you who know, you know, I'm born and raised in Los Angeles. I got the tattoo, very proud, very psyched, but I also hate it. I hate it so bad. And I find that the folks in Albuquerque are the same. Like they have like Duke City and fucking Zia tattoos on their fucking neck. But then you talk to them about the city and they're like, yeah, but fool, I'm entrapped. I'm entrapped, fool. So I feel a kinship. I said the kinship. Um, so mindset. Here in Albuquerque, gorgeous. Do people come here? to vacation? Yes, of course they do. They come to hike, they come this week and, and uh, for the balloon fucking fiesta. So there's a lot of people that will come through here to find peace of mind. But if you're living somewhere, no matter where it is, how magical, how glorious, how insane, you may get uh, used to the beauty and the magic and the insanity of it all. And you have to take a little breaky. And you know what? If that means just driving to another town nearby that's not as gorgeous, just so you can drive back into your town and be like, fuck yeah, I live here. Uh, that works too. But the thing about the mindset, here we go, ready? So I went to my friend's house in Palm Springs. Yeah, hashtag humble brag, motherfucker. I think we should all try to be in places that really make us feel good. And that's why I say the mind, that's why I want to talk about mindset. Because when I was at the pool, I, I was poolside. Yes, I was, I was poolside and I was stoned and I, and there was a dog and there were so many wonderful things, like beautiful things. You know, the hummingbirds were coming by. The hummingbirds were so close to my head that I heard their wings. <laughs> Thump, 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 thump. I mean, who knew they were so intense? We all did, right? I mean, pay attention to a hummingbird. Jesus, Lord, they're doing a lot of work. Uh, but then also being so quiet in myself, being so quiet uh, at, the, at the poolside and allowing myself to empty my head from thought, to allow myself to sit and do what the Westerners call nothing. I don't believe in that anymore. I don't believe that we're doing nothing when we're sitting and enjoying the moment. That's what we're doing. So here I am. My friend was hard at work inside on the phone, doing deals, all kinds of shit going down. I'm not in there. That has nothing to do with me. I'm taking advantage of this outside shit. So I'm by the outside listening to hummingbirds thump around my fucking ears, watching the bees pollinate, watching the, you know, saving bugs from the pool. I was very into my moments, grounded, listen, hear, all that is existing is what is around me right now. Hummingbirds, uh, dog saliva, you know what I mean? Simple shit, but really much more important than what was I thinking about before that? A bill I had to pay, a guy that didn't give me the correct answer that I was looking for, <laughs> a friend I missed, like just, you know, uh, sugar, 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 nothing, nothing, just spinning out, and then sitting down, listening to the hummingbirds, understanding that, oh my God, this is so great. So 
what I discovered sitting there was, hey, I can actually do this wherever I am. I can go home, which I love my apartment. You know how grateful I am to be here. That I can be here and I can have the same mindset as I had over with the hummingbirds. I can take that anywhere. I'm in charge of this mindset. Nobody else. And and sure, I get frustrated, frustrated just like the next gal. And I can't even say frustrated, but I do. I get so frustrated. And that's just, it's, it's life. But understanding that I'm in charge of taking this feeling anywhere and applying it is I just can't even, I just wanted to share that with you so much because I realized sitting in, in that beautiful setting that that beautiful setting could have been tense if I had let myself think or overthink or been, you know, on my phone or something. I put the phone away. How do you think, okay, if I would have had my phone with me and I would have been sitting in like on Instagram, I didn't even know that the internet was down or not the internet, but whatever those apps were and all this stuff that was down and people were freaking out and five hours and what am I going to do? I had no idea. Do you know how fucking peaceful that makes me feel? I'm like, oh, I'm so well protected by my own emptiness. Does that even make sense? I don't even know if that makes sense. How are you? I mean, I'm not going to try to make sense of it because that's the shit that we do that makes us crazy, right? Something happens. We don't understand it. We try to make sense of it, good or bad. Oh, what a waste of goddamn energy. Let me tell you something. And sense like this. Ready? I do not, I cannot make sense of Okay, I'm going to I'm going to say race. This white woman that lives in my building and I don't know, she might hear, she might be able to hear me as I'm recording right now and talking smack. I don't care. She wears a Jesus shirt all the time. Like a Jesus shirt, you know, like Psalms, I'm blessed. Uh the the angels are watching over. I don't fucking know. You know, a Jesus shirt, a a lord a lordy shirt. However, She's anything but kind. It's the weirdest fucking thing. And it's, it's not that weird because who came and slaughtered all the people first? The Christians. <laughs> they were like, you're a savage. You have to worship my white Christ and then you'll be okay. Like, motherfuckers, what? So the fact that I have one white woman living in my apartment building who wears the Jesus shirts on a daily basis and won't even say good morning I just don't think Jesus would be very happy for her. That's all. I think, I don't think he'd be mad at her because he's like a cool cat. But I don't think he'd be loving her wearing like him as a blue-eyed blonde hair. He didn't look like me, the Jesus. Do you understand? The Jesus was a fucking brown person. Hair of wool. Hello. So stop wearing the Jesus shirts if you're going to just be mean you know also i could say that to the people at the planned parenthood up the street i keep oversleeping my protesting the protesters do you understand how frustrating that is for me i have to set an alarm so that i can get up with my poster that says jesus would not like you being mean to these people please lead with love that's my protesting the protesters sign and i keep oversleeping (laughs) because these fucking hate 
you know, hate people are very energetic. The haters have a lot of energy. They're out there early mornings. They got signs written up. They got groups that they're meeting. It's it's very, very intense. Now, you know, the lovers, I'd like to call us all the lovers. You're the lovers. I'm the lovers. The lovers maybe want to meet at the park first. Maybe the lovers want to share a joint and say, you know what? Before we go deal with all that dark energy, let's just do a little group prayer. Let's just hold our crystals in our titty bras. You know what I mean? Like we have to prepare for this shit. He was a five foot Arab. Um, so his dad was a woodworker except thank you. He was a, he was a small man of a, a small stature, large man, big personality. Bet you he told a great fucking joke. I mean, could you imagine Jesus? If God was your dad, you would be so fucked up. I mean, come on. You would be a lunatic. If your dad is the principal of the school, you freak out. Could you imagine your dad's God and everybody's like, um, oh, hey, uh, Jesus, could you ask your dad like a favor for me? Hey, Jesus, would you mind if, you, you know, your dad's been like freaking out with my, uh, my crops are a little fucked up. Do you think you could put in the word, you know, like stop, leave him alone. He's done it. He's gotten enough shit. Think how traumatized he is. That poor Jesus. Little baby. Oh my God. Anyway. <laughs> Jesus shirts. If you're going to rock a Jesus shirt, make sure you remember how nice Jesus was. Okay. Cause if you're going to rock a t-shirt from Jesus, just like I rock t-shirts from, uh, I don't know who are, who are my t-shirts by Jess Ree. Hey, there she is right there. Go buy a t-shirt or actually it's getting chilly out. Go buy a sweatshirt from Jess. She is the shit. She's got beautiful merchandise with sweatshirts and t-shirts with her photographs on it. She's always out there at all the car shows, all the low rider cruises. Go get a shirt. Local shit rules. Support your local people, please. Thanks. Ah, uh, I can't get enough of this fucking dress. Okay. Back to the things. All right. Uh, so be kind because Jesus would want that. I think this is not a Jesus podcast. This is a fucking uh, who uh, this podcast is about us being real. Me telling you all my ups, all my downs, all my ins, all my outs. Oh, I wish I had some in out. Uh, and the uh, the thoughts that I have on them. OK, that's it. I don't have to free. I don't have to explain myself to you fuckers. All right, so here's a thing. Are you ready? Here's a thing. Um, I am, I'm hating on some stuff right now. I'm hating on OnlyFans. I'm hating on OnlyFans. And I didn't understand why I was such a hater of the OnlyFans. The people do the... People do what they're going to do, and God, man, fucking go get yours, you know? Go go make your money. Go do your thing. But the thing about for me is I think what happened was I got very competitive about it. I don't want an OnlyFans. I want you to come and join me because you enjoy how I speak, not because you enjoy how my titties look in a, in a pasty. Although, you know, I usually have the cleavage out for the show. But today I thought, what the fuck? Come on, you guys are here. For anyway, hating on OnlyFans for me comes from a very old place, comes from a place of, and excuse me if you didn't know this about me, but I was a teenage sex worker. 
I had a friend who was uh, also a teenager. Her grandmother used to set us up to go to these old men in Beverly Hills and do sexual things. I never had sex, but, you know, blowjobs, jerk off. Old guys. Like, okay. So they would, and so that's in real life. IRL, kids. IRL, which is already, yikes, a rama. But then the uh, men would, like, peel us off like a crisp $20 bill and be like, thanks for the services, young gal. And we'd be like, yeah. And that was, here's where the resentment comes in. I got 20 bucks, and I had to be their IRL. These fucking bitches. It's a jealousy thing. They're online. They're in, they're in the thing. They're protected, and they're paying their fucking rent by it. Do you understand my resentment? It happens there. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate you understanding the resentment because it's it's like the tattoo thing. Uh, when I started getting tattoos, people thought I'd been to prison or perhaps I was a, a lady of the night. Well, in the daytime, really, as a teenager. But now everyone has a tattoo. So it's just, it's, uh, oh, I don't know. Did that mean it makes sense? I, you know what? Why am I asking you if this makes sense? It's, here it is. I'm not going to say it is what it is because I don't like that, even though that's acceptance, isn't it? I thought it was really shrugging things off and being like, well, it is what it is, and then you can't change anything. I think if we want to change stuff, we can try, at least for ourselves. But if you just are like, well, I am who I am, and you just sit with it, and you're still not having a great time, you gotta probably figure out how to alter your, I don't know, make it more comfortable. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Dudes sliding into my DMs. Yes, we're on to this next subject. I like it. I'm not going to lie to you. I like it. I like it a lot. I, I really do. And I really appreciate no dick pics. I'd like to discover it like Christmas morning, you know? Oh, you got me a dick, you know, dick in a box, Christmas morning. Like, I just, I don't want, I like it to be a surprise. Uh, sometimes it's disappointing and sometimes it's not. Also, how do I know you're not catfishing me with that dick that you're sending me right there? You know what I'm talking about. I don't need to see a different, di then what happens when I come and see the real, hey, Mr. David Blaine? Is that, what? What was the magic guy? Who's the Chris Angel? <laughs> Illusions. So, dudes in my DMs, I really appreciate the funny, uh, the the funny witted, the quick witted. Also, how about making a move? How about that? How about making a move, guys? I'm making a. I'm doing a. I'm doing a public service announcement for all the females and males, if you will, in the in the chat and watching the show. All of you are subject to love, that's right. So listen, be fun, be witty. Check out their, I had a guy, very sweet young guy, who actually read about me and looked at my bio and looked at some things and then said, hey, I love all your stuff. You kind of a, you might kind of be a big deal. And I'm like, oh my God, I think he called me a badass. That is so nice. If we could just be respectful towards one another like that, no games. Do you know all the games that are played? Like, 
if I say, hey, do you want to hang out? And you say, yeah. Well, do I have to make the fucking plan? Do I have to be Polly Planigan? Like, I feel like all the dudes, do dudes plan ever? Can can, Can a dude tell me even, I don't need a plan with you, particular dude, but can you tell me if you make a plan? Do you know how to make a plan? Do you not get taught how to make a plan? Is it embarrassing to try to make a plan? Are you afraid to make a plan? I am very curious because am I also, let's turn it on me. It's not a one-sided thing. Am I a control freak? Do I want to control the plans all the time? Do I not like the plan that you come up with? Uh, No. These are things that I'm going over and over my head about because the guys here in Albuquerque, what I've come across so far, not real plan makers. Come on, bro. Make a fucking, make a move. Make a move. Let's go. Let's meet somewhere. We can hike. There's a river. There's a, a fucking, you know, there's all kinds of things that we can do here. There's so many things. And yet, I don't want to, you can't just message me and be like, let's smoke some weed. Get it in. Like, nah, boring. I've done that a million times. Hey, what's up, baby? Uh, so think about that. Think on that for all of us, for all of us lovely ladies that deserve to be courted and 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 made plans for and make a fucking effort for Christ's sakes. Anyway, that's my TED talk for today on dating. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, I um I really enjoyed when I said to a guy, uh, I answered something like, "Yes, penis, hooray! I would love your penis," or something. I said something, and then he said, "What size would you prefer?" And then I said, are you trying to sell me a t-shirt? And then he said, no, a hoodie. And I was like, okay, that's funny. That's a, that's a no circumcised, that's no circumcised, right? That's uh, are you done? I just got here. I'm almost done, my love. I'm almost done. I think I have like 10 more minutes. Anyway, it's, uh, okay. He said, no, a hoodie uncircumcised, right? I don't mind that. As long as you keep it clean, I do not mind that. Also, it's helpful with the, if you're going to give them a a little handy, it's so helpful. It has like its own little um, sheath, a sheath, a hoodie. It's got its own hoodie. (laughs) So I really enjoyed that. I thought that was very funny. Now, I will say without, you know, blowing up the kid's spot, this guy is is a part of a, hey, Mal, uh, this guy is a part of like a three guy kind of hangout all the time. And I always see them together. So I, I really don't know. Uh, yes, Al, the more you know. Um, I really don't know if, uh, I just don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know if it's the one guy or the other guy or the third guy. How do I know what guy it is? So, you know what, kids? I'll let you know we're family. I don't care. I don't care. I think all the guys are fine. All three of them are fine. Fine. Then there's this other kid that I was was on stage and I was 
flirting. You know, that's what we can, we can do that because we have the microphone and the light is on us and the whole thing. Well, no one else was fucking listening. So it was a prime opportunity for me to hit this boy up. And so I was like, hey, and I said to him, cause one of my jokes is I don't really know how to date. Do you know how to date? And he's like, mm. and so I said, yeah, I know. Right. Like a date to me was like a joint and a compliment. And I was fucking you in the corner. Well, then I said to him, come up with a compliment because he, he had a bunch of weed in front of him. I said, come up with a compliment and I'll meet you in the corner. He didn't. He, he didn't. But he ended up DMing me. But then again, again, no charge. I am used to, I guess, these men in Los Angeles, even though they were a little bit cuckoo crazy, they were very clear about what they wanted in that was what they wanted. I went to, I did fall, I fall in love a lot though. You know, it's hard not to fall in love with, with folks around town. And on my vacay, I was in Palm Springs and oh my goodness, I went to this place that it's an art inst installation. I was, it's been there for fucking, it, it's been there, it's older than some of you fuckers in the chat today, okay? It is called, yeah, dating sucks. What is dating? What does it even mean? Can't you just be fun and we can meet up and take a walk and I can see if I want to fuck you. You know what I mean? That's all I need. All I need is like 10 minutes. Let, just give me 10 minutes. And let me see what the fuck. Uh, so <laughs> when I got a divorce, I won't be dating. Fuck that. Okay. Yes, I know. You know, uh, I'm almost interested in going on to a Bumble or one of those fumble chumble things because I've never done that before. I don't know. Maybe it would be interesting. Maybe I would find someone that I would be like, hey, he looks kind of cool. But I think it's weird because you know on the dating sites and all the virtual shit, you fucking, it's like you're your best self. And I know you are, we're all our best selves. Hi, Clay. We know, I know we're all our best selves when we first meet people. We want to put up the best thing and we want to, that, uh, you know, we don't know. So you see these photographs, maybe he's holding a puppy. Oh my God, he looks so nice. And then you go have coffee and he yells at the fucking waitress. You know what I'm talking about? So all of the onlines and the weirdest, I like, I like air, hot air ballooning. Like, no, you don't. You know what I mean? I'd rather meet someone at a place where we were both at. It was easy. Uh, yeah, as Retro Gamer, Gamer tells us, uh, dating sites are full of predators. They kill, they rape, and the apps, uh, the, the sites are protected. No to the dating apps. Scammers galore. Oh my God, look at all the people. This is, I'm reading comments from all my ladies in the chat right now, and they are like, look out. No, no, no. Okay, so ladies, gentlemen that are here right now in my chatty chatterson, Mrs. Mariachi Mota. Hi, Boo Boo Head. I just adore you. Yes, I call Boo Boo Heads as my girl Justine M knows. Uh, Justine has discussed that I do call the babies the Boo Boo Heads. Um, so anyway, you, oh, so Clay met a chick with Tourette's on Tinder. Well, I know many people with Tourette's here in Albuquerque. It's interesting. There are a few people with Tourette's here and it's, they suffered. Like, I just thought they were fun people. Like I was hanging out with this chick and we were at a comedy show and there was a comic on stage and this chick was like, ah! and I was like, wow, she's fucking excited about that comic. And then she was like, ah, 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 
And I was like, oh, she's really excited about that comic. And then later I talked to a comic and he was like on stage. He's like, well, uh, he would say a line and then he'd go. And I was like, oh, my God. And so I asked him, hey, do you have a on your voice? Do you have a And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. Yeah. So meeting people in person is the best. Thank you. The women are saying, uh, even when the company knows that the murders are, <laughs> I love that there's always like a murder. Even when the company knows she was murdered because she met him on Tinder, Tinder's like, mm, whoops, sorry, next. Swipe left on that one. Uh, it, 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 what was the thing? Oh, the, the beautiful people will find uh, us, but the, but the hustlers and the hotties, I know I'm open to all the things meeting people. The old fashioned way is the best call the party line. Ow. Remember the party line? Hey, good looking. Or oh, that was Mr. Microphone. I prefer to meet ladies out in the wild. LOL. Thank you, Clay. You know, it is fun out in the wild. Uh, but I'll say it again. I think I have to switcheroo my idea of dating, my idea of what needs to be done as a female person. Because you know what? Party line. Uh, because I grew up with Tupac being my, you know, of course, my uh, hero. And all the all the Tupacs and the fucking, all these rappers when we were coming up was like, oh, don't, you know, don't make it, I don't want it if it's that easy, you know, right? That was a line from a Digital Underground song. Uh, so I just think I've been brainwashed to think that I'm not the one that's allowed to go up. Like if I go up and be like, hey man, what's up? You down to uh, hang around for a little bit or what? I don't know. What the fuck am I even supposed to say? Look at, look at how I'm like, how you doing? Like what am I supposed, how in the goddamn shit. Plus, I'm up on stage a lot of the time when there's people there, you know, I'm not fucking a comic, don't worry, I'm not dating a comic, don't even think about it. But when there are people in the audience and I'm on stage railing about, you know, sucking dicks for the apocalypse and pushing heads like lettuce down into my crotch and lick it, lick it, sir, you know, I guess I have to find a man or men, or young, oh, yes, who are okay with that. Because, you know, the pirate wolf, wild person, he was great with that shit. He loved it. He was like, yeah. But uh, not everybody is going to be as accepting of your your friend Jess's material, you know, or maybe they will. Or maybe they'll be like, yeah, that's my girl. That's my fool, girl. That's my girl, fool. What's that hoodie like? Ow. Well, that's the thing. The the boy who hit me up about the about the hoodie was uh, a gang of three is a gang of three guys, and I'm not sure which guy he is. But all three are hot. Mm-hmm. I'm not picky. <laughs> a girl is not picky. A lady. Uh, yes, pirate. Don't side eye. I know, girl. I haven't fucked him in a year. A year. Oh, boy. When am I doing a set in Northern California? I don't know, baby. I don't know. Yeah, sucking dick in the apocalypse, Clay. That's right. I have a whole bit about it. Because you know why, boo-boo? You got to figure out what your skills are. I ask people all the time. And I was talking to my girl Charlotte recently, you know, and I said, Charlotte, 
we got to figure out what our skills are for the apocalypse. I said, do you know how to farm? Do you know how to uh, make fire? Perhaps you could build a, a home. And then she goes, I don't know. What's your uh, apocalypse um, skill, Jessica? And without missing a beat, I was like, sucking dicks. And she goes, oh, that's not a skill. And then I felt bad for Charlotte. And then I said, look, Charles, uh, it, is a, it is a skill. I'm sure there are a few people in the chat right now who are thinking, hey, I'd give fresh water to this lady. That's right. Well, I come from a long line of dick suckers, you understand. The Jews, the Jewish women, ah, ah, like me, like me, you know what I mean? Ha, ha, ha. And uh, the, even the uh, family crest, I just found out what my family crest is for the <laughs> family crest for the, um, on the blazer of my family, it is haka, haka. That's my family crest. I know, I'm proud. Uh, it is a good way to get fuel. Uh, the dead and alive. Ha ha. Yes, my friends. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I didn't get to all my notes today, of course, because I, I just get so excited and then I get all, ah. Um, but only two things did I leave out and just a couple of, I didn't get to talk to you about Robo Lights, which is not only Robo Lights blew my mind. It's an art installation. I started to tell you, but I, I stopped. I aborted. I love aborting. <laughs> Anyhow, until next week, my sweet peas, remember, be kind to yourself. Be kind to each other. It's all just a mess, so don't think about it. But remember, get yourself into nature. Get your toes in the grass. Uh, call a friend if you're feeling down. Eat some food. You know, go through the list. I, this happened to me last week, man. I fucking, I was on stage and I was like, woo, I was feeling a little wobbly and I was feeling a little angry with myself. And I was like, well, have you eaten? Have you eaten? And for me, you know, we've talked about it before. Food is a weird thing for me. I think food is weirder for a lot of people than we actually want to admit. And it's a strange relationship that I have with it. So just make sure that you're feeding yourself enough drink that water, get some fucking sleep, get some rest, wash your ass twice a day. <laughs> As my friend says here, oh, e, I'm about to go, boo-boo. Hi, little lover. Eat food, eat pussy, suck a dick. I know it's a public service announcement. What do you want from me? Be kind to yourself, be kind to each other. That's really all it is. And <clears throat> I used to say it and I'll say it again because we're all getting excited to go out again. Don't suck a dick you don't love and don't lick a pussy you don't like and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Just stay true to yourself and put put some fucking boundaries up for God's sakes. You're going to get yourself resentful. All right. I love you. I love you. I love you. Love you. Love you. And always rub one out. Of course, that goes without saying, Clay, but thank you for the reminder. Oh my God. I rubbed one out on vacation in someone else's home. Have you ever done that? We'll talk about it next week. I love you. I'll see you next Tuesday. Unless I see you sooner, this Friday, Albuquerque Art Walk. If you're around, go, go, support your artists. Love you. If you want to hear something specific uh, that uh, you want me to talk about, 
jessisratchet at gmail.com. I love you, but you knew that already. But I will tell you again and again, we didn't get it enough from our folks or whoever was supposed to be caretaking us. I will tell you again, I love you. You're worth it. You deserve love and happiness. Peace as well. Okay. I'm sending you all the kisses. I love you. I love you. I love you. Just take it easy. Take a fucking 10 deep breaths. If you're freaking out, 10 deep breaths. Okay. Love you. What is this? Some sort of self-help thing? (laughs) Jess is ratchet at Gmail. Love you. Bye. Bye. Yes, I'm sure. I want to end.